Mackenzie Johnston with Cattle News Central, bringing you your June 8th cattle industry headlines. Brought to you by AgRisk Advisors. They manage your risk so you can manage your operation. With the weather being unstable, there is no better time to look into coverage for your feed crops. The annual forage deadline is right around the corner. With their state-of-the-art technology and second-to-none customer service, you can be confident that your policy is in good hands. AgRisk Advisors, risks averted, legacies preserved. According to DTN Progressive Farmer, it is estimated that the cow-calf sector of our industry would pay 84.3% of the total industry cost required to adopt a nationwide beef traceability program. This is according to ag economists Hannah Shear and Dustin Pendle. In 2020, Shear and Pendle used 2018 data to determine that a national animal identification and traceability program would raise costs significantly for producers at the wholesale slaughter and feeder levels, which would lead to losses over 10 years. That conclusion assumed no changes in domestic and international demand for U.S. beef. In order to offset the projected losses of implementing such a program, international demand for U.S. beef would need to increase 17.7% and domestic demand for U.S. beef would need to increase 1.9%. In their research, the economists looked at all the sectors of our industry and they found that the total cost annually for the entire beef cattle industry to adopt the cattle trace system would be approximately $154 million. Cow-calf producers, they would shoulder uh, almost $130 million of that. And as I said earlier, that is 84.3% of the total cost. It would cost backgrounders $7.9 million, only 5% of the total cost. Sale barns, it would cost them $6.4 million. That would be 4.2% of the total cost. Feedlots, it would cost them $9.6 million. That would be 6.3% of the total cost. And the good old packers, it would only cost them about half a million dollars to implement a traceability program. And that half a million, it is only 0.3% of the total cost of implementing a program such as this across our entire industry. The reason that the cow-calf sector would bear the majority of the cost is because they would have to buy the EID tags and they would have to do the work to put the tags in the calves' ears to get the program started in the beginning. So they're doing all the work and everyone downstream from them, whether it be feeders or packers, they're going, they're not going to have to do very much work at all, maybe replace a tag or two, but yet they are going to reap, reap incredible benefits from this program. The researchers estimated feedlots and sale barns would only need to replace about 2% of ear tags as a result of loss. U.S. Cattle Trace, the traceability program that was considered in this study, offers a 20% discount on RFID tags. They require an annual membership of $25, and tag prices range anywhere from a buck 40 to 220 per tag. Shaley Stewart with DTN Progressive Farmer has reported that many of us have been blessed with rain over the past few weeks. However, that is not true for everyone. And because of this, our nation's beef cow slaughter has actually sped up in recent weeks. So far in 2022, the U.S. has seen 1,573,100 beef cows slaughtered. 
That's 14%, almost 200,000 head more than what had been slaughtered at this time back in 2021. And it's 18%, almost 347,000 head more than the market's five-year average for this time of year. According to Stewart, these high slaughter numbers mean that the pendulum is about to swing and favor sellers' positions. You can guarantee that the market is going to feel the shock of fewer feeders when fall rolls around, said Stewart. This update is also sponsored by 4T Ag. Colt Tritt, he is the owner and operator of 4T Ag. He is a one-man show. He himself, he ranches, so he understands all the risks that come along with the livestock industry. Since he has experience in the ranching industry, he is able to help producers set up their operations for success. Something that you're not going to find with a large agency that just hires agents that do not fully understand the industry. If your operation is not already enrolled in PRF insurance, now's the time to reach out to 4T Ag and get enrolled. You have from now until November 15th to do so. And if you want to learn more about 4T Ag, check out everything they have to offer, head on over to 4TAG.net. That is the number 4TAG.net. Fox Business has reported, while Americans are dealing with record high fuel prices, on Monday, President Biden authorized the Department of Energy to use the Defense Production Act to expand American manufacturing of solar panel parts. This came as no surprise, considering Biden has been pushing Congress to pass clean energy investments and tax cuts in line with his clean energy and climate agenda since he took office. According to a senior White House official, this move will cut costs for American American families and tackle both climate change and environmental injustice. Additionally, we should expect our economy to strengthen because of this move by Biden. Officials say the U.S. is currently on track to triple domestic solar manufacturing capacity by 2024. Finally, News Center One out of Rapid City, South Dakota, has reported on Monday Kingsbury and Associates and Sirius Realty of Rapid City and Greenville, uh, Greenville, South Carolina, announced their proposed one million square foot processing uh, processing facility that is slated to be built near Rapid City will be named the Western Legacy Development Corporation. Additionally, they also announced they have partnered with Farmers Union Industries, which will provide an on-site rendering facility. Farmers Union Industries is a subsidiary of the Farmer Farmers Union groups in Montana, South Dakota, North Dakota, uh, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. As I mentioned last week, this facility, this state-of-the-art facility, is scheduled to break break ground the beginning of 2023, and it will take three years to build. That is all I have for you guys this morning. I hope you all are catching some rain out there. It uh, got a really nice rain here on Tuesday evening. It came slow. It was great. and We didn't get any hail. My thoughts are with all you folks out there that have had some gnarly weather this week here in Nebraska, whether it be wind or hail or even a tornado. Uh, it has been pretty rough out there. You guys have yourself a wonderful Wednesday. I'll catch you later.